0: Welcome to the Synapse Snips podcast, where we explore the power of health and healing. On this podcast, we will be talking with health experts, professionals, and leaders about hot topics in the world of health. Whether it's tools to help you flourish, successful stories to inspire, or tips to optimize your health, Synapse Snips is here to help you take the first steps towards living your best life.
1: To snips. I'm Dr. Troy Sproul with Dr. Josh Wallert and Marky e. Gant, and we are here today to talk about whole food and why it matters. So,
2: let's start with what is whole food and why does it matter? Yeah, it's all the stuff on the outside of the grocery store, yeah, yeah. the perimeter, yeah. not the inside aisles where all the you know the bags of stuff is. Yeah, so some people don't know that the outside exists. Yes, <laughs> yeah. they need to. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole food stuff—the stuff that looks like it grew on a tree. <laughs> yeah, and uh, with whole food, you get uh, a lot of the
1: ingredients within that food actually working synergistically. So a lot of things will have a lot of different good antioxidants, and and you can gain benefit by extracting like little active parts of it, but you also, from a foundational perspective, have to have the entirety uh, of the whole fruit or vegetable or or whole food there to actually have it really affect the majority
2: of your cells just uh, from your entire body perspective. Yeah, regardless of the kind of processing that a food undergoes, you're going to lose that nutrition to some degree. You actually lose nutrition after it's picked. (laughs) Absolutely. but, um, But even if it's cut up, heated... Processed, ground up to put in some good organic, you know, packaged food. It's still not going to be the same. Yeah, if you could have uh, your garden right
1: outside your kitchen, vine ripened food, you pick it, you eat it. Um, that would save you hundreds of dollars a month, or over months in supplements and all these other things, just from the pure nutrient value. Getting that fresh from the farm to the the, the table food. And you hit on something really important there, the word process. People know they're supposed to avoid processed food, Mm -hmm. but they don't know what that means. And so whole food is not processed. Or when they pick it, that's a process. And if they spray something on it, that's starting another process. Mm -hmm. So processed food is really, as they get a a food, a whole food, and then they slowly change it into what they ultimately deliver it to you. Mm And we have a saying here if God made it, it's good. If man changed it, just
2: beware. And processing is all man made. I'll say that part. Yeah. There's a term, even ultra processed. Yeah. It's like the, the Wonder Bread, white bread. You can barely discern what, what, what the original food was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and the more you
1: process something, the more you're adding chemicals, number one, that don't really serve our body. And if our body can't recognize that chemical, it is now technically a toxin to your body. Mm-hmm. It's now technically an invading something to your body. So just like a virus, a bacteria, a parasite, or an environmental toxin, your body will treat it like it's an infection, and try and get rid of it. So it is extra work for your immune system. So again, if you just want to have a more empowered, healthier
2: immune system, eat whole food. Yeah. Gluten is a good example of this. Uh, we have, uh, I know both of us have had patients and I have a family member too. If they go to a different country where the wheat is processed differently, yeah, they can eat it fine yes. and tolerate it. A lot of the problem with the gluten and it's, I mean, some people have trouble with just gluten no matter what but some people have trouble because of the wheat processing that we do in in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. The
1: I would say the majority mm-hmm. do and and so uh, part of what well, people always ask me, what would you do to actually uh, help the healthcare system? The first place I'd start is the is our food. Yeah. That, that would be the first place I start. So when it comes to the processing too, the more you process something, the more you refine something, the stronger it gets. So uh, we've used this on, on past podcasts, but the example of the poppy seed and the poppy seed uh, coming from the flower gets processed and it becomes opium. And then you process the opium and it becomes heroin. And then you further refine and process the heroin and it becomes morphine. And so we see that, um, oh wait, maybe I got the morphine and the heroin wrong. Yeah. But yeah, I got one of those, those backwards, but you get the point. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And, um, Uh, This is basically what we're doing to our food supply. So when you take sugar in its whole cane form and you start to process it down into a, a smaller, simpler sugar, it literally gets into your cells that much faster and easier, causing that much more havoc if you will because it doesn't happen just slowly over time it happens very very quickly and we call that just a spike in your glycemic index so the blood sugar rises quickly your body overreacts and it drops really quickly and that is the roller coaster of the of the sugar cravings that most people go through so when you eat whole foods perfect example of how healthy they are compared to like a Snickers bar is you don't get that sugar spike because the sugars that are in fruits and vegetables are bound or stuck to the fiber. Mm-hmm. So as that food gets into your system, it's still stuck on the fiber, just like a leaf on a branch. And as it kind of goes through the entirety of the digestive system, it slowly releases all that sugar. And it's not as small as a refined sugar. So it sits there for a little bit, feeds the good bacteria, and then gets absorbed into the bloodstream. Such a beautiful picture. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm playing the piano when I talk about how God designed us versus yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) sweet music. I've never heard you guys say my my voice sounds like sweet music, (laughs) but that's, it's such a beautiful design compared to what we've done where it's like, here, have a Snickers bar. Oh, you're
2: feeling low. Have another Snickers bar. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's just backwards. Yeah, there's a, there's a piece of advice, never eat your carbohydrates alone. It's the same idea where yep. you know the blood sugar spike of even sometimes natural food, but most people can get away with an apple. Yes, It's the apple juice or the applesauce, you know, that becomes a yeah. problem. But it's the same thing. If you eat especially refined carbohydrates alone, you're just setting yourself up for decades of problems. But that's a perfect example. Apple is a whole food. Mm-hmm. Apple juice is processed. Apple
1: sauce is processed. It still can have some value to you, but it is more of, it's a process to get the juice out of there. It's a process to get the sauce out of there. Mm-hmm. Now, along with whole foods is organic whole foods versus non-organic. And we've said this many times in the past, but they should call organic food just food <laughs> and all other food should be chemical laden food,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. right? Exactly
1: yeah so processing can be as simple as just extracting and making a juice out of a whole fruit mm-hmm. um, or complex like we're going to put all these chemicals into it in mixed in with it to actually improve the shelf life or to just um, take it through a machine that uh, the machine has like these chemicals to help the machine run that end up getting into the food supply. Yeah. People don't really think about that part of it, but you'll be shocked at what they actually find in food that's been heavily processed.
2: I like, I'm going to go back to the fruit juice thing quick, because this is something that I hear a lot. People think that because it's fruit juice and not Soda pop or something like that—that that it's automatically healthier. Yeah, go and look at the the sugar content between those two. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, not only is it the same, but your body actually handles glucose better than
1: fructose. Yeah, fructose, yeah. Fructose has got a much lesser capacity, so the liver gets overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and uh, it takes a lot less fruit juice to cause damage to the liver than it does glucose. Yeah. So you can get away with with. Um, um, like straight up sugar almost two or three times as much Mm -hmm. as you can fructose. Yeah. That's
2: why high fructose corn syrup is so bad though for you. Yeah. Fruit juice is a kind of a marketing problem. People think it's a healthy alternative and it's Mm -hmm. really, like you said, hard on the liver. Yeah. Very hard on it. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we uh, kind of wanted
1: to touch base on there was uh, when it comes to processed food, um, what are some of just your worst examples of processed food for people to avoid. It would be on the inside, inner aisles of the grocery mm-hmm. store. But what are some of the bad ones? And then I, I just wanna make one comment on some of the stuff that's found. If you ever look up what's found in food that's heavily processed, mm-hmm. probably the most disgusting thing you're gonna find is just the mouse and rat turds <laughs> that are in there. there so there's evidence of that. And that's just the animals that are crawling on the equipment. Never mind the grease and the chemicals that are used to run the equipment mm-hmm. and just how that gets put up into the air and the environment. Yes. Yeah. So just just know that um, a lot of that stuff exists. But what what were, for you are some of the worst examples of processed food that you have to really, you know, talk people off the cliff?
2: Yeah, well, the fruit juice is one. I think mm-hmm. um, the idea that anything gluten-free is healthier. Yes, like gluten good one. Fr- processed gluten-free foods is still processed even if there's not gluten in it so people will say well i'm not eating gluten anymore but i still have my gluten-free donut and my gluten-free cereal and my gluten-free cake for you know for all the stuff that's not any better and people think because it's gluten-free that it's on this higher tier of health and that's that's not true Uh, the processing there is still just as bad yeah arsenic Uh, is gluten-free yeah. <laughs> tastes sweet, I think, too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Well, do you know? <laughs> so
1: This is a side topic, but uh, one of my patients is going through uh, some cancer assessments and uh, they, they had cancer in the past and their cancer treatment they had in the past has now been replaced by arsenic. They're using arsenic <laughs> now to treat her, her uh, type of cancer and she asked the oncologist why, and she said, "Because the arsenic is less damaging to your yeah, exactly to your body, and so she's like, "Well, how damaging was what I went through before for my cancer treatment?" so yeah,
2: those treatments are basically hope the cancer dies before the treatment yeah, yeah, kills you.
1: It's basically a dropping a bomb on the on the field of mm-hmm. action, if you will, and uh, hoping that you get more of the more enemy magazine. than the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. than the
2: good guys yeah. I think we've talked a lot about um, Fruits and vegetables, we should talk about meat, too. Uh, I mean, good. Meat processing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in particular, in the United States, we demonize red meat. And I think a lot of that has to do with both the processing that we do with the meat, but mm-hmm. also what we eat in conjunction with it. Most people who eat red meat... Uh, As a normal food, they're going to also be having beer and they're going to have sweets afterwards. And so it's, you know, there's a lot of research from other countries that don't have our bad habits that eating red meat's fine. Yes. But the meat processing in particular, and this goes back to the organic part too, even starting from the cow and what the cow ate and what we did to the cow is is kind of exactly where it's going to go. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And beyond that, even too, um, after the fact, the amount of time that the meat sits, um, sausages in particular have yeah. a lot of junk in them that a whole, that a nice cut of beef is not going to have. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and what is put into that animal is very important.
1: We even know too that uh, animals that have uh, different levels of stress, how they how they perceive stress, mm-hmm. will influence the quality of the the meat itself. Oh, yeah. So that's very important. And then one of my patients asked, uh, they're on a program and they're running through their program and. that, at one point we've asked them to pull out pork and they're they're wondering why why pull out pork and and part of the answer and part of the conversation was do you have you seen what pigs eat mm. and uh, i mean if you threw a license plate into the the slop there <laughs> they would eat the license plate yeah, yeah. Uh, they they're not that discerning yeah. so they uh, a lot of pork again can be good for you but what that animal eats is crucial yeah. To, to actually
2: how much uh, of that you can have. And that at, problem goes back to the, the farming practices more to, than anything yeah. because farmers know that the pigs will eat essentially anything. They let them yeah. <laughs> eat yeah. essentially anything.
1: Yeah, and, and a lot of it, again, boils down to just some business stuff that needs to be tweaked and stuff. But like uh, you get paid based on the size of the pig, not the health or quality of the pig. You get paid on- Uh, how much milk is there? So I know there are uh, some farmers with uh, not the best uh, uh, amount of integrity who will allow for infected udders to occur Mm. because the pus from the infection increases their volume of milk output that they can sell. And you basically get paid based on the, actual volume of milk, not based on the quality again, unless there's going through some filtering process of, uh, of under an organic after, where you have to pass certain levels. Yeah. And those farmers do get
2: um, fined and stuff if they get caught, but. Uh, but it's hard for them to get caught. This, this is, yeah. you know, the, there's a decent transparency, I say decent on some nutritional labeling. Yeah. Cause you, you know, you can put non GMO and then there's problems with everything, but there's not a lot of transparency on the, on that. Um mm-hmm. what actually yeah. is allowed to be done to animals that can slip through some of these. Yeah. Because if you get something, especially if it doesn't say organic non-GMO, you have no idea what that animal ate. You have no idea what happened yeah. to that food before it got processed and came yeah. to you.
1: Yeah. yeah. So a lot of a lot of um our conversations about how to get people healthier and how to clean up their Their own body is starting with their diet and lifestyle and cleaning up the food that they're actually eating. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's crucial, number one, that we start with whole foods, whole fruit, whole vegetables. And I want to say this too. Some people try right away to increase their uh, raw fruit and vegetables, Mm -hmm. um, and they can't tolerate it. If you can't tolerate vegetables, it means that you have an irritable bowel of some sort or inflammatory bowel of some sort. And the fiber that's in those fruits and vegetables is kind of like, uh, its job is to rub up against the walls of the intestines and massage the inside of the walls, so to speak, mm-hmm. and which is great. But that's kind of like you going out and getting a massage when you have a bad sunburn. Yeah. It doesn't feel so good. So that's why you can't tolerate the raw fruits and vegetables. So start with whole foods, but cook them mm-hmm. and keep them whole. And it's okay to to cut them up and, and uh, prepare them for a meal uh, and then ease into that and get into the uh, more the raw uh, foods later. And then try to avoid the heavily processed foods. The, the, the big ones are things like chips, like especially like that just don't have much nu- nutrient value at all, yeah, like Doritos and these, all these flavor things. Mm-hmm. Food chemists are hired by companies to make you addict to their food, yes. become addicted to their food. Mm-hmm. And so that's their job. So mm-hmm. someone who's really good at it will spend a year or years in the lab trying to create a chemical that tricks your brain into thinking the food is really, really tasty. Really yeah. yeah. And that's a problem because if you eat a food that has no nutrient value, what have you done? you've added those chemicals into your body, they create an inflammatory response, which is now your immune system has to handle that. And your cells are still saying the signal of, I'm hungry, feed me, feed me, because they're not getting the nutrients into the cells. Plus if your cells are inflamed, what happens? The surface area of the cells literally fold up over each other, blocking the receptors so the nutrients can't get in. So you've not only not gotten the nutrients, you're now blocking the ability to get nutrients in if you eat something healthy. So when you combine an apple with Doritos, you're actually reducing the impact of that apple. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: I love apples and Doritos together. <laughs> I, just, I just blew Josh's <laughs> Josh's late night snack. Man, I haven't had a Dorito in like 15 years. Probably. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh,
1: so, but it's, that's why it's really important because some people will say, well, I'm doing really well. I'm eating an orange. Yeah. I'm like, okay, and wow. Well, yeah, I, I, I have a Red it's, Bull it's, yeah. and I've got some Doritos and I had mm-hmm. some Cheetos, yeah. you know, but, but I'd never had oranges before. I know those are healthy. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you just, you took a cup of water to try and put out a forest fire. Yeah. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's a baby step. It's a baby step. Yeah, I encourage them. Yeah,
2: yeah. As it's I'm good.
1: saying, that's really pathetic. I, I'm encouraging <laughs> them still.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, yeah, no, I want to speak life into it. So everyone who's just... Eating
2: an orange with all the Doritos and stuff. Keep going. <laughs> just, just, add more oranges and fewer Doritos. Yep, that's yeah, that's right. Exactly. People, I think, assume that that food manufacturers have their best interests in mind, or the yeah. government, or whatever it is, and say, "Well, they're not going to sell me something that's going to be, you know, that's going to harm me." Yeah, well, that's unfortunately just not true. Yeah. It's not true, and I, I will, I'll throw it a positive with that. So, so we call that
1: being gullible. But gullibility comes from being trusting in ex, in excess. So it means the, the majority of people who are gullible mm-hmm. is because they have good hearts who are very trusting, but they're overly trusting and overly trusting. That's what makes them gullible. Yeah. So uh, it's usually good people. So we want all those good people to uh, stop being fooled and trusting um, people
2: yeah. that don't necessarily have their best interests at heart. One of the best things to learn how to do one, like we said, is to to shop on the on the perimeter, right, with the whole foods. And even if you're gonna buy something packaged, learn to read ingredients. Yes. Ingredientless. You yep. go through there and say, I don't know how to pronounce that word, that seems strange, or it says, Well, what is you know, these artificial ingredients, what is it that's in that? Yeah. If you can't pronounce it and you don't feel comfortable with the ingredients, and if the list of ingredients is a mile long, yeah, for a food that's not going to. I have a cutoff of five. I will not yeah. get anything
1: that's over five unless it's like all whole foods, like a sure. like it's a, a mixed nuts that have five or six different nuts and salt or something like that. Like, oh, is that, is that sixth nut really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, this is no good. No good. <laughs> Can't buy
2: this.
1: Yep. So that yeah, that's a good, very good rule. If it has a huge ingredients list, mm-hmm. you know that's a that's a chemist that put that together, yeah. not
2: anyone else. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Anything else as a final message? Yeah. Can we talk about water as whole food? It's not really food. Yeah. But I think uh drinking water is underrated. Uh a lot of people <laughs> drink even sparkling water or some of these other things. Yep. Just get in the habit of drinking good water. Yes, like normal water, nothing that has the the flavorings in there. It's the same. It's the same idea with food. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. And I'm going to add clean water, clean water, because unfortunately, yeah. uh, tap water these days isn't uh, isn't really working for yeah, you. Yeah, if you want to, <laughs> I should almost not say this, but I'm going to. Um, the <laughs> the Environmental Working Group has a tap water database. Yes, and if you've never gone there and typed in your zip code and found your your tap water. Um, it'll tell you all the chemicals in there. And it's interesting, too, because it'll tell you all the chemicals, and it'll give you both a government-recommended cutoff, if there is one, and a, a their own health guideline yeah. for the environmental working group. Those obviously are not uh, in conjunction with each other, no. the government guidelines and yeah. the health guidelines. But there are most tap waters that are going to have five, six, seven chemicals in the water, known yep. in the water, that are just there, um, not to mention all the things that haven't been tested. Yep. And so, if you're drinking straight tap water, again, it's kind of the trust. The, the goal of the tap water is to make sure that you don't get E. coli. Yes. Essentially, they don't, yeah. they are not testing and pulling out chemicals. No,
1: none of the other stuff. It's really just the stuff that could kill you within the next 24 hours that yeah. they're trying to exactly. test for. And then the environmental working group does a better job of saying, well, these could be more harmful. And then the third layer of that is there are people could be 5%, 10% of the population that just can't have the capacity of getting rid of one thing. Yeah. So four people in the household could be fine, and the fifth person could not tolerate that water because there's just a little bit extra mm-hmm. chemical of mm-hmm. some sort, yeah. uh, and that's their own personal capacity. That same
2: website, then, if you scroll down further after all the chemicals, uh, um, it'll tell you what type of filter does a good job of yeah. clearing out those specific yeah, ones. Yeah, love that website. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, great
1: note to end it on. So. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in on this episode of Snap Snips. Uh, We'll be back soon to discuss more.
0: Thank you for listening to the Synapse Snips podcast. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast. To learn more, check out our website at www.officialsynapse.com. Until next time, this has been Synapse Snips podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only and should under no circumstances be considered medical advice or substitute for medical care. Any information given in this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease and is at the user's own risk. Please first consult a licensed healthcare professional.